0: Everyone, back again in Let's Talk Trees, a podcast brought to you by C4 Ecraft with me, Angi Chahya Ningtiaz. For this episode, in light of World Food Day, we're going to talk about, of course, food. But indeed, people now consume much fewer types of food since the agricultural revolutions. A study estimated that only 12 crops and 14 animal species provide 98% of the world's dietary needs, with wheat, rice, and maize alone, accounting for half of the global calories produced. To shed a light to one of the often overlooked food, this podcast will explore the world of mushrooms and how it can play a role in sustainable food production to provide nutrition and livelihood for the communities. Small but mighty, mushrooms are packed with nutrients such as vitamins, minerals, antioxidant and protein, yet among thousands of varieties of mushroom available, only a handful are well-known and consumed around the world. So, to talk about this, I have here with me two guests. The first one is Dr. Hui Li a C4 eCraft scientist who also works at Kunming Institute of Botany, Chinese Academy of Science. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the
1: podcast. Yes, my name is Hui Li Li. Now I'm doing my postdoc in, in Kunming. I am doing research on macrofungi, but now I mainly focus on macrofungal diversity community structure, and uh, ecological driving factors.
0: Thank you. Very glad to have you in the podcast. So, your recent publication about fungi classifications also helps identify what is safe to eat and what is not, to reduce risk of poisoning, right?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Now, I'm going to introduce our second guest, Dr. Asanka Bandara. He is a postdoctoral candidate at Kunming Institute of Botany. Uh,
2: thank you. and. Uh... Uh, I'm Asanka, I'm Sri Lankan, and now I'm working in the Institute of Botany. My working area is taxonomy and phylogeny and cultivation and also domestication, new mushroom species. We've done uh, some training program uh, in here for the people in Myanmar, Nepal and India. Uh, we went to those places and share our knowledge and provide help them to start mushroom cultivation as a business
0: great we're going to discuss more about that but now i'll go first to hui li to yeah. start our discussion let's start to dig deep um well the first question is sometimes we hear about fungi or mushroom for people who are not familiar to it sometimes we questions like are they the same thing can you tell me more about it?
1: <laughs> more <laughs> about uh, mushrooms, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, mushrooms uh, actually belongs to uh kingdom of fungi. So for what is fungi? Fungi is uh, like a, a parallel with a uh, uh, kingdom of animal kingdom or uh, uh, plants, so they are at the same level. And uh, for mushrooms it is uh, uh, macro fungi. So it has uh, visible fruiting bodies and uh, grows above ground and uh, also below ground.
0: Okay, so according to your latest publication, you classify the mushroom uh, based on their edibility. Can you tell us more about that?
1: This research work is about a literature review. Because uh, uh, literature relating to the edibility of mushrooms, continues to expand, driven by an increasing demand for wild mushrooms, a wider interest in mushroom uh, collecting, and also the study of uh, traditional uh, traditional food. But uh, the problem is now numerous uh, cases that reports have been published on edible mushrooms. They have confusions processed uh, regarding which spaces are safe and uh, suitable or suitable to consume. So far, the case reports often uh, differ in different areas or different uh, cultures. So this uh, paper just like would like to uh, solve the need of a greater uh, uh, clarity on edible spaces is further uh, underlined by increases in mushroom-related poisonous cases. So this review paper, uh, proposed a uh, system for categorizing mushroom species and uh, uh, determine uh, our final edibility uh, status of, of mushroom. So, we're using this system and uh, we've re- reviewed uh, uh, 2,786 mushroom species from uh, nearly uh, 100 countries. Actually, it's 99 countries. Uh, evaluating 9,783 case reports. So finally, we identified 2,189 edible species safely to eat. So this is uh, the important uh, uh, part of this study. Wow,
0: interesting. Are they widely consumed? Because if I went to the supermarket uh-huh. and see the mushroom sections, maybe not more than five mushrooms are there. How are they uh, consumed in many countries? Can you, can you specify
1: more about it? Yeah, so uh, the mushrooms, they have their own uh, habitat. So different places have different kinds of uh, mushroom species, right? So we cannot say uh, this mushroom is... Uh, like a spread over over the world, but we can have some very famous one and common to consume. For example, truffles, that is a very uh, so popular in in Europe, and also uh, recently in China. So this is also the uh, the culture and the the trend effect on on the on the mushroom uh, business in the market, and also because different places have different mushroom species. So maybe local people will use the local one.
0: I see. Uh, So mushrooms are kind of picky and um, different place and different culture have their own different edible mushrooms. So now that we get to uh, the mushrooms that are edible, can we also discuss about the roles in people's diet? Can you tell us? What can we get from this tiny but mighty food source? Yeah,
1: mushroom. Uh, actually, mushroom can contribute significantly uh, nutrition uh, to people's diet. They are rich in protein, amino acids, uh, vitamins, and uh, fibers. Recent uh, publication also improved. They have uh, numerous compounds against cancers. So we call this kind of uh, food as a functional foods and also very good for uh, people's health.
0: Interesting. Asanka, do you want to add about
2: this? Yeah, I want to say mushrooms are very popular because of the uh, flavor and the texture. So that is the main point, apart from the nutritional value. The mushroom contains a lot of free amino acids and uh, some soluble sugars. Which make flavors. For an example, the shiitake, it has contained free amino acids such as glutamic acid and aspartic acid, which make very pleasant savory flavor. We call it umami flavor, which available in the meat, uh, and also mushrooms have a uh, the meaty texture. So these properties make mushrooms very popular among people, and then it's now it's become a major part of the diet all around the world.
0: Indeed. And for the role in people's diet, are they able to provide enough nutrients for people?
2: Actually, the compared to the meat, mushrooms don't have a, a similar amount of protein like meat, but it has a very considerable amount of protein. For an example, uh, most of the wild edible mushrooms, they have, uh, they are 30% of their dry weight are protein and the, around 50 percent of their dry weight are carbohydrates. but the interesting thing is these carbohydrates uh, uh, contain dietary fibers which is the therefore the, the mushrooms are good source of protein and uh, source of uh, dietary fiber which makes they are very healthy food and the other side uh, mushrooms are low in calories and uh, low in uh, cholesterol and fat and which further enhance the food value of the mushrooms.
0: Okay, so it's a good source of protein, fiber, and also if you want to have food that is low in cholesterol, mushroom is a good choice for us, yes. right?
2: especially people who uh, have uh, uh, special requirements like, uh, for example, people who uh, suffer some diseases for the current disease, like obesity, cardiovascular diseases, and uh, diabetes. This is a very ideal food for them. And not only these macronutrients, and they, are, they have some micronutrients as well, such as uh, essential amino acids, which we can't produce by ourselves, uh, vitamins, and the min- especially minerals. The mushrooms are a very good source of potassium, and phosphorus, and selenium, and other minerals.
0: Okay, so my next question is, now that we know that mushroom is a really good source of nutrients, like packed with protein, fiber, um, amino acids, and also mineral, Huili also touched that mushroom needs special condition to, to grow and to thrive. How can we then push or maximize the production of mushroom?
1: Okay, Angie. Yeah, because the mushroom production now uh, from two ways uh, so far. The one way is the wild mushroom production. Another one is the mushroom cultivation production. And I think if we would like to increase the production, it's better to increase our cultivation one. So now in many countries, they also use the, this way to meet the people needs.
2: Can I add something to
1: Huili? Really? Sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> In 2018, the mushroom market worldwide, it's it's 42 billion dollars. It's a huge market, but most of the rural people, they are collecting wild edible mushrooms. But these wild edible mushroom is limited because of, for example, the production depends on the climatic conditions. So they can't keep continuously supply a constant amount of wild mushrooms. And the other other thing is the habitat destruction because in asia and southeast asia the, the natural forests now degrade because of the uh, agriculture and uh, deforestation therefore they cannot continuously supply uh, the wild mushroom production and because of these reasons the world the wild mushrooms account for 8% of the mushroom production the other 92% come from the cultivated mushrooms
0: i see this is such a big business like 40 billion us dollar is not a small number so which countries are leading in this mushroom industry
2: yeah china is the main producers of mushrooms and us also producing mushrooms they produce nearly 90 percent of cultivated mushrooms the one reason is uh, the mushroom diversity is very high in yunnan Uh, because people consume more than 600 edible mushrooms only in Yunnan so it's a very diverse place and the other thing as a country China they are the leading mushroom producer in the world they mean um, uh, they have a lot of resources to cultivate mushrooms and uh, a very huge market for mushroom cultivation so farmers they are really willing to uh, do mushroom cultivation so because of these reasons we have a good opportunity in Homing, to work on cultivating and doing some uh, taxonomy work on mushrooms.
0: I see. Okay. Can you tell us more how this mushroom industry then supports people's livelihood?
2: Yeah. So, the, the, if, you, if you take the wild mushrooms, especially rural communities in Southeast Asia and China, they, during the rainy season, they, uh, they're collecting mushrooms and it, it generates some income for their families. And other side, it provides uh, nutritional food for their families as well. But in people who are living in South Asia, they are mycophobic because of some cultural reasons and uh, because of the lack of the knowledge. They are, uh, they are not collecting too many mushrooms. For an example, uh, example, my home country, Sri Lanka. We consume very little number of wild mushrooms because most of the people, they are afraid about the mushroom poisoning. Yes.
0: Well, very understandable. But then how do you work towards solving this problem?
2: So to solve this problem, we introduce some uh, mushroom cultivation because when, when we are introducing mushroom cultivation to the farmers, we mainly we identify three communities among farmers. One is the people who don't know anything about mushroom cultivation. And some people, they all, I mean, Another community is uh, they already started mushroom cultivation, but they don't have a technical knowledge to improve their yield. And the third community, they're looking for some new mushrooms for the market because they need high-priced mushroom instead of uh, cultivating low-priced species. Uh, for an example, the people in Myanmar, in Chin State, we found people they they totally depend on the wild edible mushroom they don't know uh, uh, how to cultivate mushrooms so in uh, chin state two villages in tongsan and tuil we introduced the basic cultivation uh, methods with the pleurotus species we called uh, oyster mushrooms successfully at the moment they are doing mushroom cultivation but they have some problems because of the uh, transportation and uh, some other problems but they are growing mushrooms and they are earning some income for their families. Not only that, they get some food from their own mushroom uh, cultivation. And when they produce mushroom, some mushroom waste they used for feed livestock. And end of their mushroom cycle, they use a spent mushroom substrate as a fertilizer for their uh, agriculture and their home gardens.
0: Great, so it's triple threats, like um, it's edible, and then the uh, waste can also be used for to feed livestock and also as a fertilizer. It's a very good news. Thank you, Asanka, for yes.
2: sharing that story. Uh, another thing I'd like to share, the, mm-hmm. the second community we met in, in India, they are currently cultivating mushrooms, but their lack of technical knowledge and they get very low yield and they don't have uh, enough supply of mushroom seeds. So, we are trying to establish uh, methods to supply mushroom seeds them to I mean the good mushroom seeds, and we always uh, interact with them and uh, solve their problems uh, to increase their yield and increase the income. They are cultivating uh, different varieties of oyster mushrooms, and they cultivate milky mushrooms and uh, auricularia and button mushroom.
0: I see glad to know that you are doing like great jobs to help their livelihoods and have more nutrition in their diet. So, one last question just to wrap up our discussion of what needs to be done in order to cultivate better.
2: Uh, yes, first the main problem is the knowledge. Because uh, the most of the people they are lack of knowledge. So, we, the, we have to continuously supply the technical knowledge and minimize their challenges until they st- establish mushroom cultivation very well. That is the most important thing. And the second thing, if we don't pr- provide them good mushroom seeds, they cannot continuously cultivate mushroom. So we have to ensure uh, provide good seeds continuously. That is a very important point. So these are the two major points uh, if you are establishing mushroom cultivation uh, in another place.
0: Thank you, Asenka. Uh, Huili, if you don't mind, just to wrap up, because C4 and Crafts work relate so much with forest and agroforestry, can you also uh, tell us the connection between forest and mushroom?
1: For my understanding, I think the forest uh, need the mushrooms and the mushrooms need the forest because one can't uh, thrive without uh, the other. Uh, so forests provide the substrates necessary for mushroom growth and also uh, mushrooms degrade the forest later like uh, small branches and uh, a rooted uh, uh, wood that would otherwise accumulate and uh, choke out all other life in the ecosystem. Uh, mushrooms can degrade the, these substrates and generate some nutritions such as carbon and nitrogen to the soil. And these nutrients can be provided to the uh, trees. So to ensure a healthy planet, this relationship simply cannot be ignored.
0: Thank you, Huili. That's a very good point. Mushroom need forest and forest also need mushroom. So um, thanks again for being in a podcast. I hope you enjoyed the discussion as much as I do. And also to our listener, Thank you for listening. See you on the next episode and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.